What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Austin, Waco, Temple, Colleen, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Thursday edition of the Sports Grind presented by Dosecchi's. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Bartlett spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's, and we are broadcasting from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Your number to participate is 1 800 707 9760. Again, that is 1 800 707 9760. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it is open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we discussed on yesterday's show, if you didn't have an opportunity to call, um, you can parlay that over to today and anything that we're discussing on the docket today that you want to weigh in and give your opinion on feel free to do that as well we just ask you to be patient during the segments and during the breaks and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly also if you need to reach out to me or follow me on twitter it's at sports grind and also if you want to stream the show live and leave live comments and i'll try to get to those in real time you can go to the facebook business page of sports grind entertainment or you can go to my personal facebook page and you can stream the show and leave comments and like i said if i don't get to them through the show i'll respond to them uh later but for the most part we've been getting to them in, uh, in live time for the most part anyway and don't forget if you ever miss any of the daily shows live you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the daily podcast every day seven days a week 1-800-707-9760 what's up mr clark Ready rock and roll. Bart, are you with us today? Yes, sir. All right. All right. You know, still trying to experience this whole thing. So I'll just tell the audience straight up, man. You can you know keep it real. Just you know, we're still trying to work out the kinks through some technical difficulties here. You know, it's just doing stuff different. It's different than what we've done before. We're being in just two markets now there are more, so it's still, you know, working through sending the feeds and all that. You know, I'm always gonna keep it real with y'all and my audience. So that's what we got. But for the sports world. As we get ready for the weekend, you know, some people treat Thursdays like Fridays in the weekend. Some people's weekend starts on Thursday, especially this time of year with football and everything. But it's not Fridays tomorrow. But today we've got quite a few things to get to. First of all, week three of the NFL gets up and going tonight in uh, what a lot of people call the mistake by the lake in Cleveland. Okay. Hey, don't kill the messenger. I never called him that, but I mean, I've heard two or three people reference that this morning already. But anyway, Cleveland. Sorry to miss the disrespect your hometown there, Jonah. But uh, yes, a big AFC North uh, game tonight. And uh, regardless of their records, I mean, this is a big one because to me, and we'll get into it, but first off, I'll just tell you that it reminds you that no one in the North won last week. And number two, I think, you know, for individual performances is big, especially for Mitch. I think this is a big game for Mitch because the, uh, you know, media up there and the national media has been swirling about, hey, what's up with Pickett? You know, Mitch is kind of playing scared. I think he's playing not really to lose his job and he needs to just be relaxed. That's where he was in preseason. But, you know, so this is a big one for other reasons uh, as well, too, just with the standings. I mean, I think I'm hearing this possibly like 30 mile an hour gust winds. I told you yesterday that I don't know what that total sitting at now. That's the under. This is going to be one of those, like, probably for most people, they're going to consider it, you know, unless you're a Pittsburgh fan or Cleveland, most like I could be wrong. I mean, hell, Jacoby and Mitch might come out and light it up. But most of these games on Thursdays, especially involving Pittsburgh or Cleveland, they've gone under. And not only that, it's one of those that this could be one of those matchups that unless you're rooting interest 
or of course, even if you had fantasy interests or gambling, but unless you are a real fan, this is going to be one of those that people might say, man, that was boring. That was ugly. Well, defense is going to be at a premium uh, tonight because I think both teams going to game plans are like, hey, just don't let those guys screw it up for us, meaning the quarterbacks. This is going to be relying a lot on defense, but we'll circle back to that game. And the spotlight is on Joe Woods, too. I mean, a lot of people I've been hearing this guy, he's under the spotlight after that debacle uh, last week. So we'll definitely be talking about that. Um, we got some other NFL news as well that we're going to get to. Uh, also, um, the President's Cup's underway in golf, but I, I just didn't really, you know, I never hardly ever talk President Ryder. We've talked on this show, but really, I think it's even for me paying attention to it has really lost some of the luster with all the live stuff going on. You know, most of the key guys from the European teams not even participating. But if you're keeping score, that's underway. Um, also, what else we got going on? We've got college. You know, I think we've got some college matchups tonight as well, too. Um, none that we'll really spend time on trying to break down. But the n- next week of college, week four, I think we're in, or week three, you know, depending on if you count week zero or not, uh, it's pretty much getting underway tonight. Um, and I think there's a couple games on the docket tonight. Let's see. We got uh, West Virginia. Okay, a Big 12 interest. West Virginia is taking on Virginia Tech. You know, West Virginia's laying two and a half on the road. Uh, you've got Coastal Carolina and Georgia State. Coastal Carolina also is laying two and a half on the road. So you've got those two matchups. We'll go ahead and look at tomorrow. We'll give you a little peek on some games uh, that we're looking at uh, to get into tomorrow for Saturday. I mean, you still have a card tomorrow of about three or four college games tomorrow as well, too. Uh, but I've been talking about during the week. Definitely one of the games we'll look at tomorrow is Baylor. Uh, going to uh, Iowa State uh, to play. You know, they won successful in their last road trip uh, in the BYU. They lost that game. It was a hard fall game, but they lost. Uh, Baylor is one of my teams that I had pretty much picked to probably win the Big 12. I'm definitely eager to see how they play this game. You know, there's a lot of talk swirling around Mr. Campbell head coach of Iowa State you know he's really supposed to be high on the radar of Nebraska we kind of touched on that yesterday Uh, so you'll wonder how these teams you know keep in mind these are 18 19 year old kids that you know they get on more than ever they're on social media they got apps they got all that and all of a sudden you wonder what will happen to a morale of a team in regards to hearing about maybe with our coaches our coach leaving is he going to be the Nebraska coach so how does the players respond for it as they have Baylor coming in out of Waco to go take on uh, them in their backyard so we'll talk about some other college games of course I told you Monday there's a big one in Jerry's world okay between Arkansas and A&M I think there's a lot of pressure on A&M to try to find to win this game they haven't even really got into the heart of the sec matchups yet this is kind of one of their you know first ones kind of get going um but i do feel that they're important to win this because you can't come in with two losses and you haven't even really gone into the meat of the schedule and the sec yet as well also what else we got going on other than college oh college too kind of not related to football um, but it was kind of off the field. And, you know, we even in our backyard, and I'll kind of get to that here shortly, you've heard stuff not like this, but under the same umbrella, you know, in college, a student, okay, a Utah student pretty much was arrested yesterday after she allegedly, yes, she, she allegedly threatened to detonate a nuclear reactor on campus if the Utes football team lost 
two things that stuck out to my mind about that. The first one is this is this has to be this is probably a degenerate gambler on campus that's in the hole um, in regards to college and betting on a Utah team and whoever. That's that's probably I'd be willing to bet anything on that if I was a betting man. And number two, I don't know what it is like, you know, she's probably about 20, 19. You know, I don't know if she's a freshman or sophomore at Utah. Uh, but let's just say from the gap of like 18, 19 to 22 year olds as well, you know, and, and again, I'm not going to sit there and say in my time, none of this, you know, there wasn't pranks called in the school. I mean, hell, unfortunately, I mean, you know, especially in this region here in Texas, you know, we, we just went through something devastating a few months back in regards to Uvalde. And just in the last week and a half or two, as we've had students get back to school and stuff, they've had responded to two or three you know, bomb threats. Okay. Just people think it's a joke. Now she's arrested. And I think to send a message to this generate because a nuclear threat, like really like, I mean, to me, it's like, are you deaf tone to really what time we live in, even in the last 10 or 15 years, let alone, you know, pretty much when you're talking about a, sc a school, something that was tragic that happened in Uvalde that got national attention. Do you really think that's funny or that's going to be a joke that you're going to get, you know, you're putting in nuclear bomb threats. You know, definitely they need to prosecute, prosecute these kids to or the young adults, I should say, to the fullest. That's just ridiculous. I mean, that I mean, for whatever reason, I mean, too, you know, you've had it, like I said, not just a high school down here in the San Antonio area, but also a couple other high schools where they've had to evacuate. You got parents going crazy because the 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 horror of the, you know, Uvalde situation rushing to the building, trying to stampede over cops to think that something's going on, but it ended up not being true. So all these kids, a message need to be sent that if you think it's funny or you think it's all, all of a sudden is going to make you get more followers or go viral, they need to put their ass in, and let them do some short, serious time that it's not a joke. You know, that's just I mean, it's crazy and it's shocking to see, you know, it's not immune anywhere. But Utah, the University of Utah, BYU, you know, those universities up there is usually buttoned up, you know, for a number of reasons. But um, definitely, I, I promise you, that's probably what that was in regards to reaction. I mean, one student, uh, I think it was another college. There was a prank. Coming, he's like, well, I was just joking. I didn't intend to it. Yeah. OK. You know. Damn young kids. I don't know what the hell is going on. You know, I mean, back. I mean, even back with my day, I mean, you pull a fire alarm. Okay, Maybe that was it. A nuclear threat. I can't remember back in my time. People calling it. Like, I'm going to say threat to nuclear. People take it serious. But now, like, yeah, but maybe a fire alarm, you know, like somebody didn't study. Somebody studied for the test. Like, hey, man, who's going to do it? You know, and pull the fire alarm, bomb threats. Something's wrong with the youth, man. Well, there wasn't a, a Twitter or social media or even the Internet. Uh, really at that kind of pace, you know, to, to the extent that it is at that time to really spread the news if there was a bomb threat in a smaller community or even Man. at a university. or No, we and you know what? There was no social media stuff and we lived through it. We knew how to get through it. We knew how to survive. Well, I'm, I'm saying but, there might have been incidences you don't know about merely because... There might have been bomb threats. They might have been bomb threats or whatever. I doubt it very seriously. Back in the early in the late eighties to early nineties, that somebody at the age of eighteen and nineteen or seventeen was calling and said, "I got nuclear bombs and I'll detonate and all that." All right, I, they, it, 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 it's totally night and day in times, but no, maybe fire alarms and maybe yes, bomb threats go way back, but nuclear talk, come on. 
This is this is a situation where this and I hate to bang on them, but this younger generation right now has got this country in a situation where it's like, hey, don't want to work. Don't want to do this. You got to raise things to 18, 19 dollars an hour just to get them to work. They still don't want to do. That's why there's shortages everywhere. That's why everything is just that's the reason why. I mean, I'm not putting it all on them, but they contributed to it. You know, I mean, hell, I wish I was that age. They were passing out 19, 18 dollars an hour at that time, you know. How much I mean, was come gas on. back then? I don't know. Maybe back. I can maybe well, since I started driving, I can remember back when you could get it for ninety nine cents a gallon or eighty nine cents. Much. Man, I don't don't. Yeah, of course, prices raised all that. I'm not saying like, of course, I'm not saying they should be stuck at seven twenty five or eight fifty or eight seventy five, whatever the hell is hour. But that's a hell of a jump. And that all has to do because they ass got so damn lazy getting that free money, them free them free stimulus checks, and they just sitting out like, well, damn. And then all of a sudden, yet you know, the restaurants, the 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 fast food also, well, we can't get no work. Well, I should man, tell them pay them $15 an hour. All right. They got one establishment down here, not gonna say it because they don't pay me, but the, the whole deal is that they sitting there telling, hey, you know, we're gonna start paying at the end of the shift. If you want to get paid at the end of the shift, then you go ahead. I mean, what? What jobs I know like that are under the table jobs. Not established things like that. Nuclear threats. Put her at, she should have to do at least 60 days and 90 days off of that. Send a message. That's what she have to do. With the, with the society, the way things are right now, you think it's funny, then that's what you need to, that's what you got to do. Okay. 1-800. I agree with that. Yeah. 1-800-707-9760. Also, what else? There was something else that I want. Oh, baseball, of course you know, is heating up, you know, judge last night didn't add to the home run list to surpass Beirut, but he did double a couple times, you know, as the, the Yankees took care of the, uh, hearts yesterday, they got things going. They're still trucking along. I mean, I feel like it's only prolonging the inevitable about he's going to go ahead and, you know, surpass this record. And from what I'm hearing from my sources is that really, you know, the MVP is his lose. Like they're going to give it to him. And again, I've already said that a couple times, these airwaves. I think it should be Otani. Okay. Um, I've seen this happen before. I understand it didn't happen in the American League, but I've seen this home run chase on a couple different levels, you know, and I just feel that it's one of, I haven't seen Otani or anybody be able to pitch like that and swing the stick like that. Okay. And keep in mind, that's a guy that's what I think that needs to be taken in consideration. That's a guy that's coming. That's a guy that's already had Tommy John. All right. That's a guy that's already had Tommy John. Not too many guys. And I know that, you know, medicine and doctors and the surgery process has gotten better, you know, but it's still even in this day and age, there's no guarantee. And there's a lot of people that don't come back from Tommy John. So due to the fact that this guy has put this money, uh, many wins together and his batting average and also going yard, you know, I get it. I mean, it's, you know, and again, I don't care if he's on a losing team because that baseball doesn't care. They've never cared. It's been a it's been a individual. It's been a team sport, but it's been an individual sport when it comes to success. Like you can be on a losing team and you can sit there and still have a stellar season and win an MVP or Cy Young in general. So um, that's my vote. I mean, I'm not going to totally go hell bent for leather, like I said, if he doesn't get it. Uh, but I just feel like this is one of the and it, and it should be close. Now, the odds have updated and changed. And I'm hearing that it might not be close. And that would just be totally mind boggling to me. 
if it's not a close. I feel like it should be one of the closest MVP votes that we've had. Maybe not the closest, but one of the closest. Because you got to think, there's nobody on the horizon. Now, I'm not saying we'll never see it again, but you have to really look at the percentages and the odds of if we have another player on the horizon, whether they're from Japan, America, Cuba, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, it don't matter, that can sit there and be able to be a starting pitcher and pretty much bat over 300 and have double-digit home runs. I don't. You can go to colleges. You can go to the minor league, triple league. I don't think anybody is probably on the horizon anytime soon. There's another judge brewing as we speak. Might not be as big as him. Might not be as built as him. But somebody that could play in a porch like that, it is a porch, and go hit 55, 60 home runs. Okay? That's the thing. I'm very close to borderline calling this pinstripe bias. But I don't want to go there because I know I don't want to piss off the great Dave Munoz. But at the end of the day, it's almost borderline. Because it's funny because no one really has talked about that. You know, it like, well, you know, look, I mean, look at the park he's hitting in. You know, that's why it's and I'll go out to Colorado, Coors Fear, Coors Field. That's the reason why there's going to be really trouble. Like if you play your whole year in Colorado, riders are going to judge you and, and grade you on that curve because of that altitude. Because they'll look at it as an enhancement. But no one really talks about the benefit. I mean, Judge is a hell of a player. He can hit the ball out of any park. But no one really talks about how much he's benefited from playing in that damn small sandbox that's in New York. 1-800-707-9760. When we get back, we've got to get into the big news of the NBA today. We'll definitely talk about that. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, Bartlett spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Tai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to choosetiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Listen up, San Antonio and Austin. Let me tell you about Stoli Vodka, our new partner. Handcrafted in Latvia, the award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. Uncompromising spirit is the kind of belief that turns players into icons. 100% grain-to-glass Stoli Vodka's starting lineup includes the iconic premium cucumber, vanilla, raspberry, and blueberry. If you want to learn more, visit Stoli.com. Stoli Vodka, official sponsor. 
sponsor of the sports crime. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, presented by Dos Equis, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. 1-800-707-9760. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, the key to any perfect cocktail. That is Zing Zang. All right, make sure you try out their pre-made alcoholic drinks, or you can just stick to the original mix and add your own favorite alcohol. You can pick it up at your local specs near you. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Yeah, I thought I needed to lead along. Well, look, man, um, of course, we're going to start with this before we get into tonight's matchup is the uh, breaking news this morning that most people woke up to that head coach Ime Adoka um, is looking at possible a suspension for inappropriate relationship with another staff member. Um, Consensual relationship with a staff member. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, anyway, he's listening. I mean, if you listen to this show, you pretty much know the story already, but you know, he's facing, which we should be getting news coming down here pretty soon, that's pretty much could be a year-long suspension. Okay, so this is my take on this. First of all, again, there is probably somebody in the organization that leaked this, Okay. Um, because I just feel like this is something that they could have probably handled internally. Um, there's only one person it should really matter to, in my opinion, and that is his wife, Miss Long. Um, and then my whole other side of this is, in my personal opinion, you know, at the professional level, we just talk professional level, um, I think it's totally, you know, in regards to having relationships with somebody on staff and professional, I'm all about, you know, hey, players, coaches, no dating the cheerleaders, no dating the dance team. I understand that. I would, you know, if they did a study, I would probably tell you relationships and infidelity start. 40%, maybe 50. I was about to go as high as 50 from the workplace. Okay. To me, due to the fact that they have a policy that could allow them to suspend him for any length of time for a year based off of having an, an appropriate relationship with a staff member, not a cheerleader, not nothing like that, but a staff member. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. I do. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's and I think it's hypocritical. because it, it, it's because the first of all, the time we live in, and two, it, I just give you, it's common. It happens everywhere in common life or in sports. And the other point I will tell you is that obviously this isn't consistency across the board in the NBA. 
Because my whole deal is regardless who this lady is that he had an appropriate relationship with or just was involved with, my whole deal is, you know, I, and I would have to I would have to really look at the language of the policy maybe before I really take a stance, a hard stance on this. But is it language that says, hey, if you're married, you can't have you. If we kid you cheating. No, no. OK, because my whole deal is what the hell is so different between this? When Phil Jackson is the head coach of the Lakers and he's and he's he's pretty much married or whatever they were at the time with the the owner at the time or the assistant owner that was still employed. Well, I mean, what's the difference? The difference is that's what I'm saying. It's not it's not probably consistent across the board. This sounds like a Boston policy to me. That's what that's what it sounds like to me. No, this sounds like a corporate workplace. OK, and, and when you go through the HR onboarding, and I know you know, you've owned the show for 18 years, mm-hmm. you know, the when you go through corporate onboarding and they, they allow, they do allow most places for workplace relationships. However, you have to disclose your relationship to HR so that they can monitor it and make sure that the relationship isn't giving somebody a leg up within the business and that you're giving preferential treatment to where like if you're and, and some of them have like supervisors you can't you can't be the supervisor of the person your, your significant other that you're dating I've heard those you know? yeah, I've been in, so I've been so, in those so that's one of those things where as it's, we don't know who this is and I and I know that uh, Claudia and Carl Polk asking on on Facebook is this the VP of de- uh, development uh, of player development and and I reports are there are that it's not that person. It's not that woman. Well, her picture surfaced. I just don't know what her title it, is. It's going around, right? But the reports are that it's not that woman. So we don't know who this is. But and we're gonna and, and we can't speculate. We don't wow, want to so speculate somebody leaked, because somebody leaked the picture of the wrong lady. That's what's being reported. I think that that's it, messed up. I think that conversations could be go, could be going around. People could be rushing into things. Uh, we've talked with uh, Keith Smith. Um, you know, uh, CelticsBlog.com before. And he, he, he really puts it out there, too. He's like, uh, he even said, uh, tweeting today, he said, the handling of the Ime Yudoka situation has been awful. From it leaking out to the coverage to the rampant speculation and putting people's names and reputation up while speculation uh, while speculation is disgusting and gross. No one needs these details. These are real people in a messed up spot. So specu- who, who's, who's, tweet, who's that? Keith Smith of CelticsBlog.com. We've had okay. him on before. Okay, Mr. Keith. Oh, okay. Yes. And so... Uh, we don't want to rush to judgment, and some people already have thinking, trying to put two and two together, trying to you know, trying to break the news or have the inside or think or put put the dots together early. We don't know if it's this woman or not. We don't know what the, her relationship with Ime Yudoka is, but obviously, it, it, the, the reports have come out. It's a consensual relationship, so we do. So that that's coming from Woj. You know, I think we can for the most part trust Woj. If he's reporting consensual relationship, but if, if if it's somebody that's you know that either he had responsibility, speaking of he Ime Yadoka, has responsibility over or manages or, or sees capacity, then you know coworkers in the workplace could be like, yo, why did she get why did she get this assignment and I didn't? Okay, so let me ask you: you think for him to be this is an NBA Finals coach, an Eastern Conference champion? Do you think he should be suspended a year then for this? If he did not follow their corporate policy of you have to you have to um, share that you are in a relationship, you go to HR, say hey, we're seeing each other. If you don't didn't go through the right steps, 
And now there's reason to believe, you know, somebody somebody took it to HR and said something. Yeah, somebody that's got it in for email. Somebody to think that maybe he's gotten too successful. And I will tell you this, and I don't care if it pisses anybody off. Let's just keep in mind the organization that he's coaching for and where that, where that city, where that town's at. Somebody leaked this, not trying to excuse him from having an infidelity, cheating on his wife. I'm not trying to condone cheating on, the, cheating on his wife. But it's obviously, for one, the reason why he couldn't go to HR. <laughs> okay, there's one reason why, regardless of what was going on, he couldn't go to HR. But due to the fact that I, I agree exactly with our man who tweeted that, the fact that somebody leaked this that had something in it for him. And keep in mind, this is the same organization that basically had fans that defecated on the late Bill Russell. And number two, this is the same fan and organization I saw them treat Casey Jones wrong. Okay? One of the first brothers to really coach down in Boston. That was some of them 80s titles. Not trying to go there on this one, but it's, it's you know, and I know I get people, oh, Calvin, here you go again. Always got to bring things about race. I'm not, but it's reality that we live in. And the deal of it is Boston and that organization and other professional sports, they've got a bad reputation when it comes to that. So to me, policy's policy. I mean, if he signed that in his contract, that is what it is. And yes, I've worked at jobs to where they say, hey, you know, you can't date your manager. You can't be. Yes. I'm not saying this is, oh, my God, they got rules like this in the workforce. I ain't been out of the workforce that damn long. I mean, I have, but not for that. I can't remember. But I'm just saying something that's now if this is like an sexual assault or this lady's claiming that, hey, you know what? I tried to be. But he kept. And then and then that's all of a sudden, like, hey, man, you know, we find out that he's really a creep or whatever he's doing, cheating on his wife. And then like your know, suspension. But for sitting there and having an inappropriate relationship that goes on in everyday life and in professional sports. OK, you've got owners that are getting calendars of naked cheerleaders sent to them. They still own in the team, though. And on top of that, they stole money from other owners. They still own the team. Stuff like this gets leaked for, 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 for reasons. That's all I'm going to say. Whether he's in the wrong, whether it was policy, knew what he was doing, he's a grown man. But pretty much this got leaked, I think, for alternative reasons. Period. Because if you're not, and my whole thing is what's taking so long? Like Boston, like if, even if it's somebody inside that leaked it, if you're not going to suspend them or fire them, why the hell even put it out there? Just so to shame them? To shame the brother like that, that that's just really what we want to do. It's just crazy, man, because I've seen and I haven't touched on it too much because I've seen a lot of people even on social media, people mentioned, which is true. Like I've touched on it. There's other things to talk about. Hell, I only got two hours. I got long ass segments, long breaks, but there's only a few of them. Take for the prime example of Brett Favre's coverage is getting nothing. I saw a, a meme that say, hey, Jameis Winston got more coverage for basically stealing crab legs than Brett has from stealing from the poor. That's a good point. Shannon Sharp's the only guy that took his ass to task. This news about Ime Adoka, I was at the gym earlier, and I'm sitting here at, on the treadmill, and I'm looking at it. This news is trickling down on CNBC Business. CNC Business. Come on, man. Hey, man, look at this. Look at this brother coach here, man. Cheated with somebody else and his wife. And you know why? He has a high-profile wife. I get it. Okay? So, it's just one of those things for a year because it goes on. And I'll tell you. And not only that, most, not just putting, most relationships come from, not just infidelity or cheating. Most relationships come from the workplace anyway get started. 
every serious relationship I've had, well, according probably quite a few, the long ones, they've come from somebody I met at work. And there was because it just those are people you're around those people more than you are your kids or your family. And not only that, they see the real you. See, it's different when you're sitting there, even back in the day, whether it's social media, you out there in a the bar, you pay, hey, man, this is what I do. People at work, they see who you really are. And some people fall over that. Some people's got problems at home. And that's the thing. And again, the other part of this I want to touch on for the people out there and the guys and the gals and everybody. Damn. How the hell you how the hell you cheat on me alone? Let me tell you this, man. I've had this theory ever since I was 13 years old. And it stood the test of time. And I'm 45. There is I've said this before. There's women and men are built differently. Physically and especially emotionally. You can take the most faithful woman out there, any woman. And if she's in love with her husband or her significant other. And. She gets approached by anybody, let's just say she gets approached by her, her goddess, the guy that she's wanted, whether somebody on TV, whether some whatever. As long as she's really in love with that man. And she doesn't feel that, hey, he neglects me. He doesn't think I'm beautiful anymore. He doesn't want to be with me. She will stay faithful. Period. Even if the temptations is there. The fruits of the temptation. The apple. It's been there since the day of time. Garden of Eve. You get to a man. You can take any man in this country Black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Samoan, Indian. And you could sit there, Pakistanian. You could sit there. And you he could be the most faithful, send his wife flowers a week every day at the workplace. She receives them every Friday. Hey, honey, come come home. Either dinner's made. He's cooking. The, it's, it's the opposite. He's cooking for the woman. And he's handling his business and he loves this woman. High school sweetheart. There is a woman on the face of this earth that given the opportunity that will get your man to cheat on you, especially if you have it in your tendencies to do it anyway. OK, I've never been that type of man when I get in a serious relationship. Now, I've played the field or whatever, but if I'm in a serious relationship, you know, women have left me for other reasons in regards to just being, quote unquote, selfish. And so and so Calvin's going to do what he wants to do. They're really basically catching me cheating. But the reality of it is there is a few the most faithful man that is in love with his wife or girlfriend. There is a woman walking on this God green earth that will get that man to cheat. Really, it does wire different. So that point I want to throw out there for everybody. How the hell he cheat on Nia Long? Every Holly's been cheated on. Nia, Beyonce. Pamela Anderson, which I always thought she was kind of overrated anyway. Okay. But the list goes on. Everybody. Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Look at her. Most power couple. Her and Brad Pitt. And Jolie didn't give a damn. On that movie set, she knew what was going to Hey, but you know what? She, she wanted Brad. Next thing you know, people, how do you cheat on? The point is, it's not all about the women and most of it. It's mostly women just think like, oh, how the hell? Look, she's uglier than you. It ain't about that. It's not about that. Anybody can be anybody. Any female in regard and any man for that point. OK, you have good looking men that are famous, rich and active. Their wife then stepped out too. you got ball players, athletes. 
that are good looking dudes, make a lot of money, perfect. They wipe sheep. You just got to get past the whole looks thing. Cause that old saying goes half the time, especially with man, nine times out of 10, the woman they cheat with ain't on the same level all the way together to the woman they got at home. Food for thought. Now, maybe I, you know, if I can ever get tired of breaking down these sports, maybe I can switch up a little bit, change topics, change industries. I don't know. But anyway, go ahead, Jonas. What you got? The infidelity, I think, is what makes this an attractive story. But from a business standpoint, right, to, to, to take it back to the organization, because this is going to have a major impact. Because you also look at the Celtics. They already lost their top assistant, Will Hardy. He's now out there coaching in Utah. Another former Spurs assistant there. So now they've got a scramble. They've got their interim head coach already kind of figured out. There's a point now where Ime will might he might resign. Chris Mannix of Sports Illustrated running with that, that one report. right now. I heard that one. He might just step down. Sad. And a lot of it and and it comes again because the court of public opinion is going to be the part that gets him for the infidelity, for the cheating, for right. the how can you step out on Nia Long. But the organization and and this. Don't forget where we're at time-wise. Sarver just got got convinced to sell his team because of that backlash for just his behavior around the office. Not uh, not having, it's all as far as we know, not having relationships with any of his employees. Not not sleeping around the office or anything like that. No, just walking by and say, damn, do you get work done this summer? For, 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 for well, and, and not just, again, not just, you know, sexist comments, but all, uh, misogynistic comments, but also some racist comments have been thrown in there too. So that's where you're coming off the heels of PR battle wise. And now this comes out with Udoka training camp starts next week in the, across the NBA. This is the bad timing, but the, the, from a business standpoint, I think Boston's in the right. If he did break the HR policy, well, no, of course, if, the they, if, if they, if they, if it's a contract, he's signed and that's their policy, policy's policy. I'm not, I'm not trying to go at them for them. I'm coming back that I know with like you, the points you make with training camp starting here next week, this is something that has been going on and them been trying to handle it behind closed doors, probably since the, since of last season or in the course of the early summer. I doubted Neil Long just found out, found out about this this morning. So my my venom is because I believe it was leaked for alternative motives. Because where he coaches at and what that reputation of that whole region down there is for. So people can push back. People can be pissed off of that. Say you're totally reaching. I don't give a damn. I mean, I live it. Lived it every day for 45 years and especially for the last 18 years in this business. I live it. It exists and it is a lot of stuff done behind that with undertone. My thing is, it's between him and Ms. Long. And I think it's a big story. I think it's on CNBC, CNBC uh, business because it's who his wife is. If he was just married to somebody else and it was a coach that cheated with some player development lady or whoever this lady might be, it'd be, oh, wait. It's because who his wife is. And people have those questions. Oh, Neil, what is he doing? And if he resigns, that's going to be, to me, in my opinion, more about trying to maybe save his marriage. Like, I can't take off 10 days like Tom Brady did. I got to go ahead and resign. Listen to the Sports Grind, presented by Dos Equis, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. We'll be back.